together growing in faith, changing communities, the grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you always. Today, dear friends, I'd like us to reflect on the Gospel of Luke, chapter 11, verses 14 to 23. At the time, Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute. When the demon had gone out, the mute man began to speak, and the people marveled. But some of them said, He cast out demons by Beelzebul, the prince of demons. While others, to test him, sought from him a sign from heaven. But he, knowing their thoughts, said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is laid waste. And house falls upon house. And if Satan also is divided against himself, how will his kingdom stand? For you say that I cast out demons by Beelzebul. And if I cast out demons by Beelzebul, by whom do your sons cast them out? Therefore they shall be your judges. But if it is by the finger of God that I cast out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. When a strong man, fully armed, guards his own palace, his goods are in peace. But when one stronger than he assails him and overcomes him, he takes away his armor in which he trusted and divides his spoil. He who is not with me is against me. He who does not gather with me scatters. It's an interesting gospel. And Jesus was casting out a demon that was mute. And when the demon had gone out, the man began to speak. I like that. I like that opening line. Jesus was casting out demons. And when the demon had gone out, a man began to speak. How many of us are struggling with the spirit of silence? It's not the silence of, of our choice uh, where we say, I choose to say nothing. No, it's we've been silenced. How many people are afraid of speaking out? How many people are afraid of telling the truth? Families and relationships. I cannot tell you the truth because financially I depend on you. I cannot tell you the truth because you're going to get upset. So for peace sake, I endure even what I hate. How many of our people are abused? They are victims. They cannot speak. How many of our people silently bear the grudges and the burden of the day? At workplace, how many tears have you shared in your office, in the bathroom, in the toilet? 
How many tears have we shed in a car park? How many tears have we shed in our own homes, privately, that no one knows? Right in the middle of the night, when everybody else is asleep, you're crying out bitterly. You're sobbing. And people don't know, even in the church. How many people we've hurt? How many people we've silenced? How many people we have stolen their voice? The marginalized, the weak, the disadvantaged in our communities, in the world. And so when Jesus looks at this man who's mute, and when he liberates him, he gives him back his speech. He gives him back his identity. He gives him the permission to speak. He gives him the permission to be himself. He gives him the permission to think and to express yourself. And how many of us need that? How many of us are struggling with that? How many of us cry out to God every day and say, Lord, if only you can do this for me. And that is what we cry out for. That is what we long for. That is what our heart desires that, Lord, you may listen to me. Then there's something that also speaks to me. As he began to speak, not everybody was excited. As he began to speak, not everybody was happy. As he began to speak, not everybody celebrated it. And unfortunately, there are people like that who don't celebrate everything that you do. And then Jesus says, if you say I cast out demons by Beelzebub, your sons, those who cast out demons, by what power? By what authority? And this for me is, is important because it's very easy to judge the other person. It's very easy to become critical and to condemn them and when it comes home to me, to us, to our family, to our situation, we're different. We tend to be more understanding. We tend to be more loving. We tend to be more caring. And we want the world to understand us, even though we're not willing to understand the other person. We want the world to be sympathetic towards us, even though we are judgmental to the other people, to the other person. And so I find this absolutely interesting. That there are those which is critical. Then Jesus says, Can Satan stand 
against himself. Can I stand against the good that I intend to do? And he says, no. That which I do is for the sake of God. That which I do is for your own good. And I find that absolutely powerful. Then there's another line that speaks to me that Jesus brings along as he talks about this. The one who does not gather with me scatters. If you are not with me, you are against me. And now I'm looking at the fruits of the Spirit. Peace, love, joy, happiness. Just to mention a few. If I'm not gathering with Jesus, I scatter. If I don't stand with him, I stand against him. In Jesus, there's unity. Do I cause unity or disunity? Jesus, there's love. Do I cause tension? And dissension. In Jesus, there's mercy. There's peace. Am I the one who always fight against others? You shall know them by their fruits, the author says. So how am I living my Christian life that shows that I stand with Jesus for Jesus, that shows that I am the believer in Christ? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.